0: How's it going, everybody? This is Joe, the founder of the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. I'm the host of that. I wanted to share with you the intentions for this podcast and lead you into the content so that you know exactly what to expect and what to focus on. I want to help people live like a Renaissance Man. Now, nowadays, people either tend to be uh, a little bit okay at everything without direction, or they tend to be super focused on one particular career, but the art of being a renaissance man, free to do whatever he likes, but dedicating his life to the mastery of several things, and understanding that self-development has an infinite ceiling, that art has been lost, and so I want to help get that back into the world, where people can become great mathematicians, become great Uh, athletes, become great um, um, craftsmen, become great travelers, become great writers, become great at many things that inspire and make you feel uh, uh, like a capable and well-rounded man. Um, Self-actualize, there are values that I hold dear to my heart and that I hold dear to being the the ideal of being a Renaissance man, which is living with a sense of passion and curiosity and a hunger for growth, experiences, and knowledge. So I interview people that do these things. I interview people that are in that are good at something where I can share the things they're good at. I also talk about these values on discussion episodes so please go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already or if you would like to hear the content to see if you want to subscribe i totally understand and you can listen to it and then decide afterwards it's your choice Um, and that is one of the easiest ways to support the podcast without further ado here is today's episode Yeah. Is this for the same project?
1: It is. I did one in black and white. And I did one in color. Sensual. I like her. Yeah, that is from I believe a Vogue cover. Vogue. Okay. Yeah. Where do you take your inspiration from? Um, a lot of these pieces, especially the older ones, are from. They're like requests from friends, like this mm-hmm. one. Um, one of my friends requested his favorite dogs are huskies. Oh. This was a Christmas present for my brother. He's obsessed with Captain Mao. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've seen him before. What's he from?
1: Uh, Serenity and Firefly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: uh, but nowadays I'm trying to get more into animals.
0: Oh, I like the colors in this one. Yes. And the, the nice subtle dark red in the yeah. background
1: nice. That was also a request from a friend. He wanted a Deadpool, but not from the movie, from the comics. Yeah. So, I did the comics.
0: Nice. Yeah. I notice you're really good at shading. Thank you. What...
1: What is that yellow stuff? What is the yellow stuff? Yeah. You yellow. mean what is it supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be an explosion. I just kind of... Okay. like My friend picked out a picture and he was like, I want this. Yeah. So I kind of like...
0: What it looks like to me is like some kind of glowing radioactive molten stuff. Yeah, I'm not really sure. He picked the picture
1: and I was just like, I'm gonna go with these colors and see how they turn out.
0: What? Oh, oh, I know this dude. He was in Hogwarts.
1: Yeah, that's Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's not Harry Potter.
1: (laughs) Nah, that uh, was a request from our friend as well.
0: Ah, Mother Teresa.
1: Yeah, this was uh, right after she passed away. Oh.
0: Not we're talking about just for anyone listening. Uh, yeah, Princess Carrie, Leia,
1: Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher,
0: Princess Leia, not Mother Teresa. They're next to each other. They're next to each other. I'm okay, going to take a picture. Okay. Sorry for the extra noise. All right, I'm gonna take a picture of this so you guys can check it out. I know exactly what we're talking about. Um, yeah. This stuff is amazing. Thank you. That's why I interview. Don't just interview anyone. (laughs) Oh! I know this dude. Yeah, that guy. He babysat me once.
1: Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah.
0: He's probably younger than I am, actually.
1: Probably. (laughs) He's
0: probably mid... I mean, I'm in my mid-twenties, but he's probably like a year or two younger than me.
1: Uh, How old are you? I'm 26. Okay. Yeah, he's older than
0: me. He's older than me? Yes, he is. Really? How old is Uh,
1: he? He's about my age. What's your age?
0: 28. You're like the same age as me. Pretty much. (laughs) It's not. It's not like it's not like you two are, are much older than me. It's That's like, true. You're like the same age as me, but but technically yes, he's a little bit older than me.
1: Yeah, this one got a lot of attention when it first came out. I think this was what got me most of my followers. Wow. The, it's uh, so colorful too. Yeah. Um. I mean, the colors in the actual photo were muted, but I really like. Yeah. Brought them you out. Know, I really wish
0: this were more of a YouTube interview, but <laughs> I don't have. I didn't bring any cameras with me just because I, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna do that from now on. Just <laughs> when I interview an artist, bring some cameras, cause how else am I gonna interview artists? I'm just gonna have to like say, hey, you're listening in your car, so, but you can't watch, you can't look at any of <laughs> stuff until you click on the links in the description. Um, oh damn. Cause I, I wanna okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make this better for our listeners and ask you questions because right now they're just being they're just hearing me be like, oh my god, it's so cool, it's so cool, but not seeing anything. Um so your shading is immaculate Thanks. but also your um the the the, the proportions and anatomy are, are realistic as well do you did you have any any training or did you just practice and read things
1: um i think mainly i just practice. like i said i would draw covers from books since i was a kid and uh, kind of got me um familiar with like the proportions, anatomy of the human body, mm-hmm. um, facial expressions, stuff like that. Elvis was another request. I would never have picked that picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> His mouth is like, uh. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I took some time off when I went to college, about five years. And um, then when I graduated, I just, I jumped that that piece right there, the first one. Yeah. The Lindsay Sterling piece that was done like immediately after I graduated because I was like, I really missed drawing. And now I actually have time for it, so um, I get back into it.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of everyone that we re- reference, uh, and I'm gonna make a mental note to, to bring. See what my my ideal of what I want to do is have three GoPros: one facing you, one facing me, and then one facing both of us. So I can edit it and just be like, boop, 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 have different angles um, on tripods. And GoPros because they're simple, cheap, and easy to work with. Yeah. So um, if anyone listening has any GoPros, use GoPros for sale, hit me up, joe at thespotofjoe.com. Actually, I need to change that email address. But that, <laughs> it'll still work for about a year. Damn. <laughs> I remember that scene yeah. where he's like,
1: Is this a little pea shooter. <laughs> well You don't want so a <laughs> Noisy cricket. Noisy cricket.
0: It a little bit noisy. It was a little yeah. bit noisy. That was
1: one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> just,
0: just for the people watching. Um, we're talking about Will Smith and his uh, noisy cricket from mm. Men in Black. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm really curious, um, did you start with color? Or how was the transition to color from non-color?
1: Uh, It was a little intimidating. That (laughs) Harley Quinn piece, the earlier one, um, which I feel like I could have done a lot better on. Mm -hmm. um, I think that was my first attempt at color. Mm -hmm. And um, I used a lot of black um, and added color to the black. And since then I've kind of figured out that's really probably not the best way to go, because the colors come out kind of muted and... Sure. Yeah, like this, right. this area here ends up looking a lot more black than red, for instance. Okay. So I try to stay away from that, but this was my first attempt. I feel like I could have done better, but for a first attempt, it was okay.
0: I think for, for leather, that's fine. Yeah. Because leather, leather isn't, I can understand that's like a burgundy jacket, and then there's a bunch of shadow in this area. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because you have that reflection from the green behind it, mm-hmm. which is impressive. So, I, I'm a fan of this. I understand, as an artist, I'm extremely critical own stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I get that. Like I was <laughs> carving
0: this hand, um, I don't know if you saw on my Instagram, but I took a bunch of pieces of wood, scrap pieces of wood and glued them together mm-hmm. and then carved a hand out of it in this big block. I carved a hand and now, um, and I sanded it so that I can like, just stick it on my wall and it, and it looks, it's actually modeled exactly after my hand. Uh-huh. And it looks like it's in this, this gesture and I can hang my keys.
1: Anger. That's kind of cool. And
0: I'm the only one that sees it just because it's kind of amazing that somebody carved a hand, but the thumb Has a little bit carved out. It doesn't need to be.
1: Yeah Bless you. Thank
0: you <clears throat> And This section isn't the right slope. It's a little bit too flat, and it's a little bit too flat there mm-hmm. um, and There's also not enough of a of like a, a thing there. So for me, I see that And I look at it, I'm still proud of it. But I also see the things like, hey, I can improve. And that's because I'm the one crafting it. So how how many times have you made something? And when you look at it, you're like, oh my God, it's horrible. Everyone else is like, oh my God, it's
1: so amazing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, that happens happens a lot. (laughs) Um, I did a piece, and I don't have it with me. It's the one on the... uh, I might have a picture of it on my Instagram.
0: You hear that, artists? You're not crazy. Uh, you're not necessarily bad. And I'm going to get to this in a second where I think it comes from. Yeah. But I want to listen to what you're saying.
1: Um, it was at the show. It's the um, piece and on black paper Just with letting you know, terminal. the
0: show that we met at was the raw artist, the same one I met Robert Callaway at, and the same one I met Aaron Kirkpatrick. Two interviews, um, the two prior interviews. And I also... I knew uh, Kimberly uh, Grau, the, the woman who actually invited me to that show. She was also that one. And she's gonna be the next interview after this one, so you're gonna have a lot of artists coming at you, at supersonic speed. Um, <laughs> um I, I like interviewing artists. If you haven't, if you couldn't tell. Oh, it's, <laughs> artists are interesting. But you're special in your own right, of course.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like that one could have been a lot better. People it's more like a it. negative. Yeah. Is that on purpose? Uh, yeah, it was on black paper with white charcoal, and it was yeah. my first time working with oh, any charcoal, cool. but I, I don't know.
0: You, you had to make sure you didn't brush
1: it. Yeah. That um,
0: stuff brushes like crazy. It does. Um,
1: I, I, I don't know. I do you watch really any, like
0: do you just go by sight and just go by your feel, like an, like an artist artist, or, or do you like, do you like watch YouTube videos and instructions and read books and stuff? Nothing wrong with that. I I
1: used to read a lot of books Uh Um, on art. Yes. Okay. Like um, specifically, like pencil drawing, animals, um, faces, stuff like that. you Just double tap it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. But um. No, that one I kind of did a rough outline, but it was pretty difficult just because.
0: Is that basically? Were you looking at a photo? Yes. Because I imagine it was, was it negative the photo negative.
1: No, no, no. That's hard.
0: Like. How 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 do you look at like a photo and like think in the negative?
1: Yeah, it was a little difficult. Um All i right, just just kind like where there's
0: black I'm gonna draw white.
1: Pretty much, okay. yeah. So um it was like a calico cat. Yeah. And so it was it was it was difficult, especially since there was only one color I was able to use. so.
0: <laughs> Sounds difficult.
1: Yeah. I, I wanna All try right. again with the with the white charcoal. I think I could do a lot better. Yeah. But people love yeah. that piece, so...
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love your own photo. Do you want me to... It uh. doesn't you know,
1: matter. It just shows that I love my own photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like it
0: if I was on my account. <laughs> I always think people like that are pretentious, but I also notice that people who do that often get the most likes.
1: That is interesting. It's
0: weird. Like, like, if you... And, and either because the algorithm does it that way or because that person's so proud and passionate of their own work that they're happy to like their own work. Yeah. By the way, if you guys want to follow her, she's Celeste C E L E S T E two eight three nine. Is that cool? If I say that,
1: that is fine. All right, uh,
0: yeah, that's on Instagram. That's at C E L E S T E two eight three nine on Instagram. By the way, I changed my Instagram name from the Spot of Joe to the Ren Man himself. Oh, yeah, um, have to find you on there. Yes, <laughs> uh, actually, and the reason is because it's no longer the Spot of Joe. It's the Renaissance Man Network and the Renaissance Man Podcast. And nobody knows how to spell renaissance, so I changed it. I, I had the Ren Man, and so the website is therenmannet.work because there's a work ending. It works out perfectly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so that's that.
1: You do a lot of renaissance fairs and stuff like that.
0: Um, no. It's just the, <laughs> the idea of the renaissance man, um, here we go. Oh, you know Pyro Scribe. You, you probably know him on the show. He's the wood burner dude. That's me.
1: Oh, Ta-da. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, here's the hand I was talking about. Nice. Yeah, that's not... A, it was slow-mo and I had a fluorescent light, so it was blinking. Yeah. But uh, other than that, like, that's...
1: I like it a lot. Yeah. That's so cool.
0: I'm going to show you a better a better version. Um, this is me. This is before it was done when I was sanding it. As you can see, it's a lot rougher than it was and this is my sandpaper. But that's a good example. And I just didn't like because it's... It kind of goes like too far in right there mm-hmm. and i'm noticing that but you're probably not really caring
1: i mean i can see it but it's not obvious it just it looks really cool to me thanks nice.
0: <laughs> yeah my grandfather was actually an inspiration he, he's done some amazing this is it when i had to redo the thumb because mm-hmm. I, I carved it too much twice uh-huh. i had to like make some new pieces of wood and glue it on there um and that's a lot rougher cut as you can see let me see if I can find, like, a really, really early rough cut. That's a really early rough cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, but that's that's just part of the process. hmm That's, like, a, you okay. can see, like, e- the fingers oh, are even, oh, yeah, that's oh. super early rough cut. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I just highlighted the parts I needed to, uh, I sharpened the parts that needed to go away. Uh-huh. Um, on this hand, which took me, like, I just, you know, over and over and over again. Um, which is kind of curious, I'm, I'm wondering, like, for you, is it like I know some artists it's like one and done, and they don't look back at it, or are you like i'm gonna make like just do the the highest of highlights and the lowest of shadows and then do more and more detail over time are you like are you like a do you pass over the same work a few times until it gets more and more de- detailed or are you just one and done
1: um usually I do it by like I'll start with the face. I really yeah. like doing the eyes, like I spend mm-hmm. a lot of time like on this area, Ooh. like just the eyes. Yeah, um,
0: I see some, some subtle detail tone there. Yeah. Um, Highlights and shadows and stuff.
1: Yeah, I'll start with the eyes, the face, the hair. Mm-hmm. I love doing hair. Hair is so much fun. Do you ever go
0: back to the same area? Or do you I, just expand out? I
1: I will go back like when I feel like I'm done, like I, I do the backgrounds last. Yeah. Um, And um, then when I'm done with everything, I'll look back on it and I'll say, oh, well, you know, that could be brighter or that could be Mm -hmm. darker, you know.
0: Integrate the person with the background sometimes. Yeah. If you're focused, I know if I'm hyper-focused on the face and then I'm focused on, like, the shoulders, like, the proportions might be right in their own regard, but in relation to the other parts, since I'm so hyper-focused, they're a little bit off.
1: Yeah, like with this one, for instance, the um, Crimson Peak and the candlelight. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm did, take a picture of that one. I did this this candlelight mm-hmm. here, and then I realized, oh well, that light is going to be showing more on her dress. So mm-hmm. I pulled out some highlights here, here, more here, and a lot more cool. here. Your,
0: your faces in this, right? Of course. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll just go back and pull out some highlights. Um, yeah you know, make it, make it look...
0: Oh, well, I really like... See, what I really like about what you do is you have this... You're able to reflect the, the surroundings. You have a really good awareness about how the surroundings interact with the person. And of course you're looking at a photo, but it's, it's obviously clear that you have an awareness of how... of the actual scene and, yeah. and the and the <laughs> aesthetics of the scene, because like, on the Harlequin, um, I have this one in the, the thing... The picture, yeah. Yeah, in the description. Um, there's the red, the green that reflects on the red, but it doesn't just, on the red jacket, leather jacket, but it doesn't just reflect it on it, just like, part of it, it reflects on it based on the shape of the leather jacket and the folds of the leather jacket. Um, and of course you were looking at a photo, but it's quite clear that you have an awareness of how things reflect in the environment.
1: Yeah, and, and I feel like I got that from just doing all the drawing when I was a kid yeah Um, because when i kind of get a feel of that (laughs) if you like draw things over and over again (laughs) you know eventually it comes like oh yeah this is how it works this is how light falls.
0: hey thanks for listening to the episode in the earlier episodes i put these sponsored ads at the end and the newer episodes that are in the middle so if you're listening to one where it's split some of the content before and some of the content after uh, stay tuned and your content will come right after these messages otherwise thanks for listening and please listen further to help figure out how you can help the podcast grow Number one way, subscribe. Wherever you are listening to this, hit the subscribe button either with your finger or the mouse or if it's the future and everything is mind-controlled, do so with your mind. That way I can attract better uh, sponsors and earn more money from the sponsors that I have so I can get better content and go to better conferences. I am right now about to go to CES. For each two-hour conference or so, I tend to get about four interviews that means people that I contact that I actually record and that we continue to uh, publish an episode. I contact more, but in the end, I get about four. Now, this is going to be four days, and this four day experience is going to probably net me at least 20 interviews. Now, when it comes to other ways to support the podcast, email list is one way to support. Go to the Renman Network. What you will get is exclusive content right to your inbox. You also get to stay on top of the developments of the Renaissance Man Network, and you get to stay accountable in your journey of becoming a Renaissance Man by being reminded of Renaissance Man values and challenges that I will put out to the email list. Another way you can help yourself... Oh, let me just circle back. The way you sign up to the email list is therenmannet.org slash... Uh, nothing, actually. The Renmannet.org is T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K and either click on Join the Newsletter or a pop-up will come up and you can just put your information in there. Now, another way is to get a journal. That is a hand-bound journal. I bind the cover of the journal with leather or another cloth. You get to choose if I have other cloths available. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But either way, I have full leather, real leather covers available. Leonardo da Vinci had one of my handbound their journals, one of the best renaissance men out there. And the best way to cultivate self-awareness is to have a journaling habit. I did that for three years straight, missed only one day during those thousand plus days. I will share exercises where you read one. Sorry. I will share exercises where you need one. I wrote a script for myself and I can't really tell my own writing. I share exercises where you will need one. Need a journal and a journal. Also doubles as a sketchbook if you're looking to use it for art work. You can get that at the store at therenmannet.org slash store. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K slash S-T-O-R-E. And as of now, they are $50. There are some... Uh, if you become a patron, you get a free coupon for that. So, um... To to segue right into that, if you want to support the podcast on a financial basis, what you can do is become a patron. It's at patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot C-O-M slash the Renman Network. T-H-E-R-E-M. Sorry, R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T-W-O-R-K. And any anywhere from five to a hundred or more dollars a month, what that will do is that will allow me to do this for more of my time, I pay for my time. I will be able to buy better recording equipment, and I will be able to go to better conferences like the one I'm going to next week. Now, I thank you for listening to these, uh, these sponsored messages by my, uh, for my, my projects, and I encourage you to support this podcast in any way you can. Subscribe, uh, sign up to the newsletter, buy yourself a journal, do yourself a favor for your own development, and support the podcast, allow me to create better content for you by going to our Patreon. Uh, Without further ado, here is our sponsor for this episode.
1: And my Mm -hmm. sister is actually an art student, so she, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes she'll be like, oh, um, Celeste, this, just, like, the colors on this are just not working. You're gonna have to fix this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um she's uh she's a harsh critic too
0: yeah yeah
1: i saw a post <laughs>
0: my friend um tomas i think that's how i pronounce his name um i met him in latvia last year mm-hmm. and uh, we hung out a few times cool dude if you're listening to this Thomas, what's up <laughs> and uh, i saw a, a photo, a, photo a, a post on his facebook where he's like to all my art friends i don't envy you because it's it's really hard you have this graph where it's kind of interesting it's, it, he, and this is kind of an interesting thought, where when you start doing art, mm-hmm. okay, so here's there's like a graph of your ability to, to judge art and then your skill. So as your skill goes up and your ability to judge art stays the same, your skill is above your ability to judge art. Mm-hmm. And then and you feel amazing about your work. Yeah. And then your ability to judge art increases, and then now you're judging art more harshly than your skills. And then you you hate your work yeah and then you so now you improve your work and your work is improving and you love your work again Mm -hmm. but then you improve your ability to judge your art and then you hate your work again yeah so it's kind of it's kind of like the the um the just honestly the cycle of getting better at anything is you Mm -hmm. start judging your work based off of not being able to do anything so your judging isn't that harsh but it's still you're still judging yourself above what you can do so if you haven't drawn before you'd be like oh my god i can't draw i don't know how to draw Uh because you're judging yourself so harshly and you don't have that momentum of practicing of trying it out but then you get better and then you feel good about your work but then you, now you're starting to see the things you can improve even more. And it's just like the goalpost keeps moving as it should yeah, because you're definitely. becoming a master in something. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting way to see
1: it. Yeah, no, well, I can agree with that. Um, some of the pieces that I kind of look back on, I, I wanted to do them, and now I'm looking back on them, and I'm like, that's just. I don't like that anymore yeah, you know like I don't yeah. want to do that anymore it just it doesn't look like I would enjoy it it doesn't <laughs> look like it would look good if I did yeah. it you know I want to I want to challenge myself a little bit more totally um, like for instance, this piece right here mm. um, and this was a commission piece um, oh. Ooh, um, of a is that Jesus. That is not. That is actually a friend of mine. Oh well. Uh, yeah. He Do was, you call him Jesus? He was Jesus for Halloween.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as, as he should be. Yeah. I, uh, my friends used to call me Jesus, so my hair was longer.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> he gets called Jesus a lot. I uh, can imagine. Yeah. But I was taking pictures. Um, but I, I don't know. I felt Is like this a print or is this the actual thing? That is the actual... But wait, no, that is a print. Because I if a,
0: you gave it for a commission, then, then yes, you should I'm have sorry. the original. Yes,
1: I did sell her. Uh, okay. His mom bought the original, okay. uh, but uh, this is a print. Wow. I just, I felt like, because um, it was a commission, so I had to basically do what what the, the mom wanted me to mm-hmm. to draw, but okay. I kind of felt like, oh, well, if I had had my choice, I would have picked a different picture because I feel like this you know. I mean the lighting's dramatic, it's pretty mm-hmm. cool and all, but I feel like, you know, I could have probably done a little bit better with something else. So mm-hmm. I can definitely see what he's saying, what your friend is saying, you know. You you kinda wanna push yourself more, you want to challenge yourself more, you look back on something like this and you say, It's good, but I could've done better. Yeah. 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 So yeah, definitely. I I agree with that for sure.
0: I um I have a photo because I'm putting my art up on my wall now, which is a big step for me because for a while I didn't respect my art even though everyone was like, oh my god, you're amazing, you're amazing. I'm like, uh, I feel really, <laughs> I feel, I felt kind of like, I felt like self-conscious appreciating my own art, which is weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Like,
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it, what it is about artists. We tend to be super critical of ourselves.
1: Yeah, we're, we're our own, worst critics. that's for sure.
0: Yeah. But I put, I have, and I, I need to change it because I have a, a much better picture of a hand. Mm-hmm. When I first started really practicing drawing, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do practice hands over and over and get really good at them because they're the hardest thing to draw, people keep saying. So I might as well get really good at them and then I don't have to worry about anything. Well, I mean, the thing is, honestly, like perspective, you don't have to worry about in the hand. So, like, yeah. I haven't developed certain skills that I need to develop. Mm-hmm. like. Color. I don't know how to use color. Everything I do is in graphic. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so there
0: are some skills I need, to, I need to develop and that wasn't totally true what I thought would have been true. But I have this photo, of, uh, this drawing of a hand on my wall mm-hmm. that I think I dated 2012 or 2013. Uh-huh. Uh, and I have another photo uh, in my possession that I drew from mm-hmm. 2016 of a hand that is like three times better. Oh wow! And I really need to take. And it's like right. I, I know exactly where it is in my room. It's not. It's actually out. It's not even hidden. Mm-hmm. And um, I have the matte paper that I'm going to be putting on my wall. And I just keep every now and then I just I'm looking at the photo. I'm like, why do I have this old one on my wall? What I probably should do is have them like next to each other. Yeah,
1: exactly. A lot of artists do that. It makes yeah. And feel like they've come a long way. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's something about. um... <laughs> About about a skill is you you grow your skill and you look back and you're like you kind of feel embarrassed, but although you could take the same thing and feel proud of yourself, I think that's also another way to look at it. It's like, hey, I'm proud of myself because now I'm here and I used to be there.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I looked through some old uh, some old pictures from high school Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago and. I had some friends over and I was like, no, y'all are not allowed to look at these. <laughs>
0: no. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I picked out like one or two that I was willing to show them, but yeah, for the most part, I was like, no, y- y'all can't see mm-hmm. these." <laughs> you can look at my new stuff. That's, yeah. that's it.
0: <laughs> so this, has this ever, have you ever been curious about this being a main source of income? Because I know from our talks that you work at a grocery store nearby.
1: Yeah. Um, so I met only a few people that have made that work and it's kind of like, um, if it happens, it happens, you know, um, Um, and, um, I mean, I think it's definitely doable. I would have to devote a lot more time to it. Mm Um, right now and the way I see it, I think that, um, as long as I have a job where I can make money to do the things that I'm passionate about, like, like this, and doing the shows, then I'm happy. Like, I don't know whether making a living off my art would necessarily make me happy. Because mm. that would mean, like, what I love would be a job, and then that would maybe, you know, mm. affect... How much I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That balance between passion and obligation.
1: Yeah. So, I don't really. It's not really a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. At the moment, it might eventually become a goal. But right now, um, I go to the shows. I enjoy meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love hearing feedback. Um, and somebody once asked me, they were like, "Well, did you make your money back?" Mm-hmm. I. Think I've made my money back once, mm. <laughs> and I'm fine with that because.
0: You mean for your supplies?
1: For for the show, the cost of the show. Oh, for the show, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I know a lot of people can make it work. They're probably better at networking than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not why I do the shows. Sure. I, I don't do the shows to make the money. Um, I do the shows because I enjoy them. I like having the feedback. I like getting to see other people's art. Yeah. Um, uh, networking is fun, meeting people, uh, cool people like yourself. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Sure. So, um, yeah, that's why I do the shows. I don't do the shows for the money. That's if I make money, cool. If I don't, you know, I still had a great time. So yeah, if I've learned early on, if you go in the show, wanting to make your money back, you're probably going to end up pretty disappointed and not have a very good time. So mm-hmm. yeah. I, uh, and I told a friend of mine who also does the uh, Austin Art Show circuit, I guess, uh, you know, I make money doing commissions mostly. Mm. And um, I put that money towards the shows. Mm. Yeah. So that way I don't, I don't mind if I don't make money at the shows. I make most of my money from commissions.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So for right now, it's not profitable?
1: For right now, it's mostly just a hobby and I okay. really enjoy it. Yeah. But you
0: have a net positive when it comes to passion in your life.
1: I feel like I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I said, maybe it'll someday get to that point, it's just not there yet.
0: And it's interesting that you say that because a lot of what I hear from making money perspective is that you have to have making money in mind but it can't be your first goal. Yeah, is when making money is your first goal, and as you gotta understand, you need to. For some businesses, it's not. It's a you need to, but when it's your first goal, you're not focusing on providing any value. Yeah. And um, but when you're focusing on providing value, then you're providing value, and people want to give you money. And you're also not like heckling people for money in that case.
1: Yeah, I had a I had a guy that used to do the shows with me, and he would approach people pretty aggressively it's like yeah. you know, come look at her work. it's so cool. you should buy it. And I didn't I don't like that approach. I feel like people should be appreciating art for you know like some people's art will speak to a certain person, others they won't be really mm-hmm. be affected by it and having some a spokesperson, I guess go out and try to drag people in isn't really the way to go, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and also the thing is if people like it, they'll come, because you're showing exactly. it. And if you if you have to force people to come, then it just means that your display, or your work, or even just the people that you are going to the market are not your people. Yeah. And and you're not, that's like for me, I could buy subscribers, mm-hmm. but the thing is, none of the subscribers are gonna really care about any of my stuff. They might just be fake accounts, like there's no point and me going out and pleading for people to come in, Yeah. if you don't agree with my message, I don't want you to listen.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Because you're not gonna like it. Mm-hmm. I want to provide value for people who want to hear me.
1: Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make any
0: sense <laughs> for me to go out and, um, I mean, of course, like I want podcast to be, to like bring me money and fame, and, no, not necessarily fame, fame, fame would be nice. Recognition, significance. Nice. significance, yeah. <laughs> um, and, um, and also shine a light on the other things I'm doing. You know, I want everything that I do to harmonize with the other things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot, I mean, one of, the, one of the, 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 the reasons I do this is because I want to build a following so that when I do go uh, a lot more into my art, I already have people that understand what I do and who I am and, uh, and how it's valuable. And coach them to, to, um, to realize their own passions as well. But, um, I'm not, I don't want anyone to listen if they're like, I just want a corporate job and this looks interesting and I'm like, oh, you're not going to like this podcast because I'm going to tell you that that's not going to help you with your passion in your life and
1: change yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. I agree. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I've had a lot of people say, you know, and I'm sure you've heard this before, like if you do a job that you love, you never have to work a day in your life mm-hmm. and I... <sighs> Maybe it works for some people, <laughs> uh, but like I said... But this would
0: be a job that you love.
1: It would, yeah. Um, as
0: long as you found a way to keep passionate and not obligatory.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Then um, that switch from, from making your passion, your source of income, and you need to make sure it comes from a place of passion. Exactly. And not from exactly. obligation.
1: At the point that I'm at right now, like I said, if I'm making enough money to put into what I love, mm-hmm. I'm happy, so... Um, Someday, maybe I'll move past that. Hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not really a goal I'm working towards at the moment. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So um, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and uh, working the shows, seeing how it goes, seeing what opportunities are out there. I got invited to a show in New York Mm -hmm. in October. I had to turn it down, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but it was a huge honor to be asked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, maybe next year. (laughs) maybe next year maybe next year, fingers crossed
0: all the crosses all
1: the crosses, yeah (laughs) so
0: so I'm curious if you have anywhere that people can look at your stuff get some commissions
1: Um, yeah, so probably the best way would be through Instagram I have a lot of people uh, message me on Instagram Um, Mm -hmm. and like he said uh, the handle is what is it Mm-hmm. it up right now.
0: <laughs> Celeste and then a few numbers. Yeah,
1: Celeste2839. That's mm-hmm. the Instagram handle. And What
0: does 2839 mean? Are you I, like that number?
1: I don't know. <laughs> just Instagram gave it to me.
0: Okay, I guess you're the <laughs> 2839
1: Celeste. Uh, I guess so. I didn't bother to change it. Um, you, should,
0: you should get the number one Celeste and just buy her Instagram handle. I should do it.
1: <laughs> um, but that's probably where I keep my stuff the most updated is Instagram. Um, I've had a lot of people message me on Instagram. That's actually where I get a lot of my shows. Um, Facebook is another. I'm just on Facebook. Um, Marie's Drawing Studio. Uh, Marie is my middle name. Apparently a lot of people can't spell Celeste.
0: <laughs> and there's an E at the end.
1: There is an E at the end, yeah. Marie's, apostrophe S, yes. Drawing Studio and that's on Facebook that I've had people message me on there that's probably where I get the most of my commissions Mm. I also have an Etsy um I don't update that every day so Facebook and Instagram are the way to go (laughs) um yeah Facebook and Instagram if you message me through either of those um, you can get a commission, um, see what I've got, see what I'm doing currently, and um, see pictures from all my shows. Um, and I update those like every day or so, mm-hmm. usually.
0: Cool. Oh, thanks for being on. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Just to remind you of some ways you can support the podcast. First of all, subscribe. Second of all, you can um, you can join the email list. That's at therenmannet.work. T-H-E-R-E-N-M-A-N-N-E-T dot W-O-R-K. Click on join the newsletter. You can also buy a journal that's on the shop at the Renman Network. So therenmannet.work slash shop or sorry slash store. S T O R E Slash Store. And also, you can support the podcast on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash the Renman Network. T H E uh, R E N M A N N E T W O R K. Hope that you enjoy yourself and stay tuned for the next episode.